It is 11.23 as our uh, coverage of back to tropical storm, but soon to become a hurricane again, believe it or not, over the open waters of the Atlantic. Uh, Ian continues. I'm Rich Jones. Gina Gondek will update you on some of the other storylines that have been developing over the last several minutes coming up at the bottom of the hour. If you missed hearing or just now checking in, uh, Action News Jack's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrish, a hurricane warning has just been issued for the entire coast of South Carolina with Ian. What's going to happen is uh, the Hurricane Center is forecasting that the storm, which is now uh, out over the center of the storm, which is now over the open waters, will go hurricane again before landfall in the South Carolina coastline, Charleston area, uh, before it makes landfall about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. As Mike said, that doesn't change a whole lot for our forecast though we will see uh, winds stay pretty strong into the nighttime and even overnight hours as well. That certainly will have implications on power restoration efforts, which will continue, and also the potential for bridge closures as we check in once again with Sherry from the FDOT 511 Traffic Center, who's been kind of our emergency operations center reporter today because out of an abundance of caution, uh, the folks at FDOT 511 Traffic Center decided, let's put you at the emergency operations center. I'm seeing a couple of reports from you about driving over the bridge. What are we seeing there at the Dames Point? So one of the FHP officers once again drove across the Dames Point Bridge, and really the biggest wind gust recorded was around 23 miles per hour sustained, was more in the 12 to 15 range. Um, Basically, the Buckman is hovering over 20, but again, nothing sustained long enough or high enough to close any of the area bridges. Down in St. John's County, Bridge of Lions, that bridge is closed. That's because of flooding close to the bridge. And as you look at uh, some of the other areas, I I know you're getting some damage reports that are coming in. Uh, Do we have any specific ones around down lines, down trees, anything of the like? We do. Both JTA and JEA said at this point, more down trees and debris covering the roadways. But all of the maintenance crews are still deployed at this point, and they're grabbing them almost as soon as they fall. Um, So what they're concerned about most, the 11 a.m. briefing here at the Emergency Operations Center is that High tides downtown will fall around 1230, and there's the potential for flooding, especially in lower-lying areas. you got San Marco, Riverside, but also for people to be alert for swift, fast-moving water. Obviously, not to walk or move through it, and definitely not to drive through it. The, one of the areas of high tide that we're going to be watching here over the next little while is in St. Augustine and, of course, at St. John's County, but just to our south where the rain has been pretty heavy overall. Here in Duval County, we have seen the uh, persistent rain, but we've also seen the winds. Have Have you heard from them or have you had a chance to ask it all, Sherry? Mike Burrish was just telling us a few minutes ago uh, about the winds that will likely stay up through the night tonight. Does that have implications for power crews that are out there in the restoration effort? It does, and once they hit a certain threshold, they will pull the, pull the crews. They don't see that happening at this point. In this meeting, we learned that the biggest recorded wind gusts have been around 60 miles per hour here in Duval County, and that was mostly in the Fort Carolina and Mayport areas. But there's been no talk from JEA of pulling any of the crews. Now, obviously, if the wind gusts do pick up, they will make that call. Safety first. They're not going to endanger their crews. But right now, we're not hearing any talks of pulling anybody off the roadways. That's good. Uh, you know, and I, I look at the map and I see the wind gusts, and Mike was just saying it, you're almost like asking in Baker and, and parts of Nassau County and, and uh, Bradford County, you know, what tropical storm? You've got, you know, it's a windy day, you have a little bit of rain, but that's it. What a what a fascinating storm system that it's so strong closer to the beaches and intracoastal, even the East Beltway, but not all that strong at all, Highway 301 area. 
That's right. Um, we did have in the 301 area, I think, a report of a traffic signal down at some point. That has been cleared. But you're absolutely right. I, I would say overall, very impressed, not only with the storm itself and how kind it's been to us, but this <laughs> operations team here downtown. I mean, the absolute best. We really do have an incredible system here in place. And to call Jacksonville home. What an honor. Yeah, it's really cool to see. And we will have an updated briefing from the emergency operations team led by Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry, Todd Smith with emergency operations. Uh, and we'll hear from Jacksonville Fire Rescue, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, and probably JEA, I would imagine, all coming up at about 12.05 is when we're expected to hear it. Look at how fast he goes from radio to TV. Why don't we pop over to Action News Jacks for just a minute here as Garrett and Mike are updating St. Augustine Sherry uh, in the FDOT 511 Traffic Center by way of the EOC. Thank you.